Section 26 of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11 by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. Section 26. King Shabacht and his Wazir al-Rahwan. They relate that there was once in days of yore and in bygone ages and times long gone before, a king of the kings of the time, Shabacht Hait, who had troops and servants and guards in hosts and a wazir called Al-Rahwan, who was learned understanding, a lawyer, counsellor, and a cheerful acceptor of the commandments of Almighty Allah, to whom belong honour and glory. The king committed to this minister the affairs of his kingdom and his lieges, and spake according to his word, and in this way he abode a long space of time. Now this wazir had many foes, who envied his position and sought to do him harm, but thereunto found no way, and the Lord in his immemorial foreknowledge and his foreordinance decreed that the king dreamt that the minister Arahwan gave him a fruit from off a tree, and he ate it and died. So he awoke, startled and troubled. And when the wazir had presented himself before him, and had retired, and the king was alone with those in whom he trusted, he related to them his vision, and they advised him to send for the astrologers and interpreters, and commended to him a sage, whose skills and wisdom they attested. Accordingly, the king bade him be brought, and entreated him with honor, and made him draw near to himself. Now there had been in private intercourse with that sage a company of the wazir's enemies, who besought him to slander the minister to the king and counsel him to do him dead in view of what they promised him of much wealth and he made agreement with them on this and acquainted the king that the minister would slay him within the coming month and bade him hasten to put him to death else would he surely be killed presently the wazir entered and the king signed to him to clear the place so he signed to those who were present to withdraw and they withdrew Whereupon quoth the king to him, How deemest thou, O minister of loyal counsel in all matter of contrivance, concerning a vision I have seen in my sleep? What is it, O king? asked the wazir. And Chabakht related to him his dream, adding, And indeed the sage interpreted it to me, and said to me, And thou do not the wazir did within a month, assuredly he will slay thee. Now to put the like of thee to death, I am loath exceedingly, yet to leave thee on life do I sorely fear. How then dost thou advise me act in this affair? The wazir bowed his head earthwards a while, then raised it and said, Allah prosper the king. Verily it availeth not to continue him on life of whom the king is afraid, and my counsel is that thou hasten to put me out of the world. When the king heard his speech, and dove into the depth of his meaning, he turned to him and said, "'Tis grievous to me, O wazir of good read. And he told him that the other sages had attested the wit and the wisdom of the astrophil. Now hearing these words, Ar-Rahman sighed and knew that the king went in fear of him. But he showed him fortitude and said to him, "'Allah is saying the sovereign.' My read is that the king carry out his commandment, and his decree be dight, for that needs must death be, and tis fainter to me that I die oppressed, than that I die an oppressor.
but and the king judged proper to postpone the putting of me to death till the morrow and will pass the night with me and farewell me when as the morning cometh the king shall do what so he willeth then he wept till he wetted his grey hairs and the king was moved to ruth for him and granted him that which he craved and vouchsafed him a respite for that night end of section twenty six